community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. My name is Adam Montiel. Looking forward to the weekend and the new year. Coming up, we're going to talk to Robin Wolf. She makes some of the best cocktails around, and she's going to give us some holiday cocktail ideas. If you are hosting, you're going to want to listen up. If you are going to someone's house for New Year's, great ideas for you as well. Speaking of New Year's, I'm going to be out at downtown City Park, Paso, emceeing their big New Year's Eve bonfire. They posted on Instagram yesterday a picture of the pallets. It looks like freaking Burning Man is going down far beyond something like New Year's Eve related. It looks pretty intense. I can't wait to check it out. Thankfully, it's all being done by the pros. But uh, I'm in for some pyro. I do love a good bonfire. It's going to be a blast. The band they have coming on New Year's Eve, downtown City Park. Really, really good. This band from L.A., they're called the Lucky Devils Band. They sound super good. Playing all your favorites. It's going to be fun. I'll be out there from 7. The ball drops early at 9. So it's an East Coast New Year's. Party goes till 11. You got drinks out there. I know Tin City Distillery will have some drinks out there being poured by the Paso Robles Distillery Trail. Cal Coast Beer. Food's going to be out there. Our friends from Slow Meltdown. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. Again, that's New Year's Eve, Sunday, December 31st, downtown Paso. It is a completely free event. So let's get into our lo-fi headlines first. I want to tell you about our friends at the General Store Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. These folks are the absolute best at helping you connect with dozens of local makers. That is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown Paso, open daily 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on the weekends. There is only one General Store Paso Robles. Check them out on Insta at General Store Paso. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. Now we told you yesterday was going to be wild. I was getting texts from someone who's very much in the know as things were going down. Uh, multiple water rescues, Oceano, Morro Bay. Sounds like numerous vehicles got swept out to sea in the dunes. Three helicopters were dispatched later on. Um, there was a lot going on in Oceano. Even I heard Coast Guard and Harbor Patrol were having trouble getting out of the harbor. The creek of the dunes became completely impassable. Heard about a rescue at Hollister Ranch where a boat sank, multiple people in the water. Goodness. And then this story, a surfer's body was recovered from the ocean off Santa Barbara. Firefighters and other emergency personnel responded in the afternoon. A witness said that a surfboard was discovered floating in a kelp bed. Then yesterday, a hiker had to be rescued from Pirate's Cove after falling off a cliff into the water. That happened yesterday morning. I don't know how much this had to do with the waves he fell into the water after hiking, but they had to call some additional engines just because of the potential complexity with the waves and the surf. Guy seems to be okay. That's great news. So no doubt there was water rescues, floodings, closures. I mean, just like a pickup truck overturned in Arroyo Grande Creek. RVs washed into the surf line at the dunes. Just wild stuff. About six or seven RVs that were stuck in the tide line. Then about four empty RVs, the people got out, were swept into the ocean. I mean, 
thank goodness these occupants had already evacuated, but what a scary situation. Another story where uh, this family of, you know, four or five were stuck in a truck and emergency folks swam over there and got them out. So there was a lot going on yesterday. When they said this wasn't something to joke about, man, they were absolutely right. And I'll tell you why all this is going on, the elephant seals. Oh yeah, baby. The elephant seals. Now this, I guess, I don't know how long it takes, how long elephant seals are in gestation, but this music might've been more appropriate that amount of time ago because it's all about the pups. The pups are all around now. The first pups of the season were recently born. More are going to follow. Over 5,000 in the Petrus Blancas rookery before the breeding season will end in mid-March. So you want to go check out the elephant seals? Now's the time to do it. Bulls will fight for dominance to reign over territory and have breeding rights. Mothers protect their pups from the fray and the high tides. When it isn't a noisy uproar, like you can hear here, to the season newborn start out skinny and fill out to a nice chonky 250 when they're uh, being weaned. Bulls and mothers get thinner as times go by. Only the pups eat during the breeding season. Now everybody wants to see an elephant seal be born. Uh, they're born day and night. Predicting which seal is going to give birth next is kind of uncertain. A prospective mother may fuss and toss around a lot in the sand, digging ditches and, you know, bringing sand up on them, which they can do sometimes. And sometimes they're just sleeping. While you're watching when another one might give birth down the beach, gulls announce the birds swirling around. Nature's kind of cleanup crew. Pups may be born head or tail first. It can be both. The water breaks and soon a pup comes out. The newborns have black coats. They're about three feet long, weigh about 70 pounds. They'll soon plump up with their mother's nourishing milk. They'll nurse for about a month. In the last few days of nursing, the mothers mate with one or more males. They stop nursing the pup, who then weighs about 250 and will soon return to the ocean. Check the live webcam. You can go to elephantseal.org to watch it all go down. Okay, we are coming into January. Eat local bonus slow. Super excited to be working with the folks of San Luis Obispo, including Molly Kano, Jackie, and more, and getting ready for Eat Local Bonus and Restaurant Week. To do that, had a coffee date with Molly Kano to talk all about Eat Local Bonus and more. We're at the Nautical Bean at the Bunker in the Lobro neighborhood. Check it out. Molly Kano, thanks for having coffee with me, and thanks for being up in Adam. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Adam, for having me. We're here at the new Nautical Bean. You and I have been here before. I feel like because I live in the Lobro neighborhood, this is like the perfect stop. And I'm seeing this place get more and more popular. It's amazing. We're so happy that Nautical Bean moved here into the Lobro. This Lobro district is just hopping. I'm telling you, it's taken off. You got the wine, you got like El Lugar and the whole Duncan Alley. Is that what they're calling it Duncan Alley? Yeah, Duncan Alley. It's going to be incredible. So yeah, with El Lugar moving over there and I think there's a few others that'll be over on that side of town too. So I mean, Lobro is really, it's, it's, it's a cool spot right now. 
In a time where businesses all over the country are having issues with inflation, this and that, San Luis Obispo has done so much to say, hey, buy local bonus. They brought that back. We just got out of that. Now we're in eat local bonus because January, which we're about to get into, is a notoriously slower month for some of these folks. Let's talk about what eat local bonus is. Yeah, so eat local bonus is, if you're if you're familiar with buy local bonus, it's similar, so kind of keep that in mind. But eat local bonus is all about the food. So basically in January, after January 2nd, you're going to eat local in any San Luis Obispo eatery. You're going to save your receipts. Once you get to $100, you'll be able to bring those into the visitor center and be able to choose from a $25 gift card to another local eatery. So we're so excited to have this back. This is our second year that we're going to be doing eat local bonus. And it's awesome that the that we've been able to support it and do it again for all of our local eateries. It's so cool that you guys are doing this. And I just recently found out, I was talking to a lady I fancy in the kitchen, and she's like, oh, you know we're sitting on like $75 at the Madonna Inn right now. I'm like, what? this? So I just realized that we still have benefits and the fruits of what we did last go around. It's so cool because you literally are going to these businesses, the city, and purchasing these gift cards. We're not saying, hey, give them to us. So you're supporting these businesses. And then when someone, and these are collective receipts, right? Yeah, collective receipts. So even if it's, you know, $10 at the coffee shop and then you spend $30 at lunch and then, you know, you have your dinner receipts, you can bring those all together, turn those in once you get to the 100 bucks. Um, and it's 100 bucks in the sale, so not when it it doesn't include your tip and, and all of that. Um, but still, 100 bucks in the food purchase, bring it into the visitor center and get that $25 gift card. Okay, so is there still some time a restaurant might be listening going, I got, I got to get involved. What, what does a restaurant need to do? Or what does a consumer need to know about Eat Local Bonus? Yeah, so for a restaurant, if you are interested in getting involved, we still have some spots left. So we had availability for 80 restaurants to participate with us this year. That's pretty exciting. And when I say participate, that just means that we'll be able to have your gift cards available. As a, as a consumer, as a diner, you can eat anywhere in San Luis Obispo. It doesn't have to be a quote-unquote participating restaurant. So you can eat anywhere. You can drink coffee at any coffee shops, go to any of the tasting rooms or the breweries, anywhere that you're consuming food and beverage here in the city of Slow, that counts. If a restaurant's interested in participating and getting involved with the gift cards, all they have to do is go to eatlocalbonusslow.com, head over there, and there's a form that they can fill out to register. What we will do then is qualify. You have to have a brick and mortar location here in the city, and you have to have a current business license here with the city. And once you've had all that, then we can go ahead and buy $625 in gift cards from you. So $25, $25 gift cards that will be available in the visitor center to help reward our local diners. Save those receipts. If you're going here or there, save those receipts because they will stack up, especially if you're going out for, you know, a couple drinks of black sheep or you're going over here for a coffee. They stack up. You uh, bring those to the visitor center and then you will get a gift card for 25 bucks to a place that's available. Your choice. How does that work? Yeah, so we have a list in the visitor center, and daily that list gets refreshed with the available gift cards that we have. So you can choose from that list. Maybe it's a restaurant you know, maybe it's a coffee shop you've never been to. What we find, and especially talking with our businesses in Slow, they love being a part of this program because sometimes it introduces new customers to them that they may never would have come in if they didn't have that $25 gift card, and they figured might as well go check it out. 
I know we're going to talk to Jackie soon about Restaurant Week, but I do want to tease it a little bit because we have been talking about it here on the show. January 12th through 21st. Again, a notoriously slow time the month of January. We are doing a one-week push to get folks out eating in slow. Yes, we are. And enjoying perfect pairings. So we've asked the restaurants that are participating with Restaurant Week, so our inaugural Slow Restaurant Week. It's our own take on how we're going to be approaching this fun new thing. But we've asked the restaurants to come together with, you know, perfect pairings. So two things that they love about their dining establishment, bring it together and be able to provide that to the customers that are interested in taking advantage of that. And the best part is, if you participate in Slow Restaurant Week, you can be able to enter to win a $1,000 eat-out, dine-out package that's going to have gift cards from every single participating restaurant in the program. That's crazy because, you know, you got, let's say, 20, 30, 40, however many restaurants, you're going to get gift cards from all of these places. That is quite the haul. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be, you know, very full all year long able to enjoy all those amazing dining establishments. Yeah, your phone's going to be ringing off the hook like, wait, you, I heard you won that that perfect pairing, yeah, eat your local bonus. Yeah, people are going to be ringing your phone up. Heck yeah. So you can go to slowrestaurantweek.com. You can go to eatlocalbonusslow.com. We have Molly Kano here, who is the economic development and tourism manager. It is great to have you up in Adam, Molly. Always love chatting with you. Thanks, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. Molly Kano, she is some great people, great working with the city, talking about Eat Local Bonus and Restaurant Week. Coming up next week, we'll talk to Jackie Clark Charlesworth all about Restaurant Week, and there are links in the show notes to this episode. If you're a business and want to get involved or you just want to learn more about it, go to slowrestaurantweek.com, and again, link in the show notes. All right, New Year's Eve is this weekend, Sunday, December 31st, and you might be going to someone's house. You might be Shoot, you might be entertaining having people come over. I love cocktails, holiday cocktails, seasonal cocktails, so yummy. Robin Wolf, no one knows more than this gal. She's one of the absolute best cocktail lovers far and wide. Enjoy her acumen. And she's going to talk all about New Year's Eve cocktails. All right, new drink. One part Alizé, one part Cristal. Thug's passion, baby. Y'all know what time it is. Robin, thank you so much for being up and Adam. Thank you so much for having me, Adam, and congratulations on the new reboot of the show. So excited. Yeah, yeah. Up and Adam, Adam's version. I love it. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Of course. This has been a big year for both of us. Lots of changes for both of us, huh? Changes are happening. And I think you would agree with me that 2023, uh, you know, was a challenging year for many um individuals and businesses in our industry. But um, I think that 2024 is going to see kind of a reboot or a rebrand for a lot of us. And we're going to see some exciting things. I'm really excited about that. I love how you put that because you're right. There was a lot of challenging times in 23. And sometimes when things are going down, I learned this, uh, you might be able to echo. That's when the fog is right in front of you, it's not always able to see, even though others might have encouraging things to say and, you know, this and that. But when that fog is so thick, it's sometimes hard to see through it and to see what's next. It might even be hard to see 10 feet in front of your face, much less what's around the corner. So uh, once that dissipates a little bit and can kind of get your feet underneath you and your heart led in the right place, yeah, things come together. It's really interesting, isn't it? 
It is. And I think that that part of, I mean, if there's a gift in there in the struggle, I think it's that it shows us kind of not only what we're made of, but what we really think is important and, you know, where our passion is. And as long as you keep having that passion, it's going to lead you where you need to go. Yeah. And I like how you say, if there's a gift in the struggle, and I truly believe not only there is one in there, but I believe the struggle is the gift. In a lot of ways, that struggle, you don't know it then, but that ends up being the gift. So I'm just so excited. You know, I'm such a big fan of you and Matt, and um, I just love your your cocktail acumen. We're going to be talking to you a lot about what's going on in 24 for you. Lots of exciting things, perhaps. But holiday cocktails, they are on people's minds, whether you are going to someone's house, whether you're hosting. When it comes to, and I'm going to ask you about both of those, when it comes to holiday cocktails, what does Robin Wolf like to keep at the forefront? Oh, goodness. It's such a great question. For me, holiday cocktails fall into generally one of three categories. You talk about seasonal, uh, you talk about indulgence, and then you talk about tradition. Uh, seasonal, you're going to see a lot of things. You know me, you know I love seasonal cocktail. So things that we celebrate about what's out in the season right now, like apples and pears and certain spices and things like that. We talk indulgence, we're going to talk things like eggnog and, you know, some of your creamier, more rich and indulgent cocktails. And then uh, traditional that can be anything that really strikes that nostalgia in your heart. Anything from like a hot mulled wine to if your family does margaritas for Christmas, then that's your tradition. Hey, you were in some article, was it Liquor Magazine? You were talking about mulled ciders, right? Yeah, Liquor Magazine um, recently did a piece on different um, holiday cocktails that were very simple for people to do at home. And one of my favorites, because it's so adaptable, is something like a hot mulled cider. So we're lucky on the Central Coast, you can go into Whole Foods, you can go to Avila Valley Barn, you can even go into Vons and get yourself an unfiltered cider. If you heat that on your stovetop with some fun spices like cinnamon, cloves, some star anise, really whatever you have in your cabinet, um, add in some sliced oranges or cranberries. You heat that up, you can really make an amazing cocktail out of it. You can add rum, you can add whiskey, even mezcal if you're adventurous. And for those who are not imbibing during our holiday season, you have a great cocktail before you add a spirit. So it really works for everyone. Okay, let's talk about the two different types of folks. You're going to someone's house, you're on the move, you got to bring, and you could just grab a bottle of, you know, Tin City Distillery or Refined or a local spirit. But let's say you want to go a little bit more intricate, you want to set something up, what are some cocktails that are great on the move that you can bring over to someone's house who's hosting you? Absolutely. Um, so I love to travel with a cocktail. If you invite me somewhere, I will bring something. So everyone remember to invite Robin to your party. I know this is true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So um, I love that you mentioned some of our, our local distilleries. I love picking up a bottle of something from one of them, be it a whiskey or love the wine shine, the, um, the cinnamon wine shine. If I bring that and um, some like a, a carton of some eggnog from the store, what a perfect pairing. And you put those together in a bowl or a festive pitcher or something like that. Everybody, you will be invited to every party till the end of time. Okay, let's talk about you have the ability 
because it's your kitchen, but you are hosting people. So a little bit more landscape to, you know, prepare and do stuff. But then again, a lot of people are expecting that. So what are some great ideas for when you're hosting folks? So I love a punch when I'm hosting, because when you're hosting, you don't always want to be stuck behind the bar shaking and stirring cocktails for everyone. So punches are a great way to do kind of a one batch Everyone shares a beautiful cocktail, and you only have to refresh it a couple times through the night. Um, in addition to the cider that we talked about, I love a hot mulled wine. Um, the first time I make it for people, they usually think to themselves, hot wine? But um, if you look, it's a really great traditional holiday cocktail. Think of it like a warm sangria. And it's something that you can make on your stovetop and leave on your stovetop simmering through the night. So it also just fills the room with the most amazing scents and aromas. So definitely jump on whatever you have in your hand, your phone, your computer, Google hot mold wine. You're going to find some amazing recipes. Okay. So what if someone wants to go a little bit more, you know, booze centric with their punch? I do love like you punches. Uh, what's a great three, four ingredient, simple punch that you could put together that will just dazzle in flavor and effectiveness. Absolutely. So I actually was making this up at Della's in Paso Robles this last week because I always like to have a, you know, a cocktail special when people walk in the door. Um, so if you uh, take, you know, whatever your favorite whiskey is, I tend to lean more towards bourbons or rye. Local is always best. So if you take some of that and then St. George Distillery up in Alameda, uh, makes the most amazing spiced pear liqueur. So if you make kind of, it's an old-fashioned style cocktail, you use a two-to-one ratio. So um, two, you know, measures of whiskey to one measure of the spiced pear liqueur, and then a splash of ginger beer in there. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. It is just spirit-forward enough for all of your old-fashioned and Manhattan drinkers, but easy drinking enough for those who don't usually go that hard. Okay, what is with Dry January, and why is it everybody wants to tell you about it when they're doing it? If someone's doing Dry January, all they want to do is talk about it, uh, but it, it really is. I, I want to do like a PSA, like a Sarah McLachlan, you know, music, and be like, don't do Dry January. We have people who you need to go support during January for crying out loud. Yeah, Dry January is definitely a thing, although I will say that it, you know— not enough people celebrate dry January, thankfully, to really impact our business as much as you would think. But, um, you know, dry January, I feel like people do it for a lot of reasons. We we tend to indulge a lot during the holidays. And if you're like me, you know, you go out, you have like some amazing meals, some incredible cocktails. And then the next week you're like, oh, I should really have a salad, you know. <laughs> uh, so... I think there's a little bit of that mindset. I think there's a little bit of a new year, new me kind of wanting the best for ourselves and to reboot. Um, you know, the great news is that nowadays, and this was actually something I, um, Martha Stewart living reached out to me about this recently about trends that I see in 2024. And one of them is, you know, zero proof and non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah. And luckily there are a lot more options out there for people who, for whatever 
whatever reason are choosing not to imbibe, whether um, whether it's sobriety, whether it's pregnancy, whether it's that you're driving or, you know, whether it's that you're doing dry January, there are a lot of great options out there for people now that really didn't exist a while ago. Yeah. It's great. So, you're seeing a lot of cocktail or mocktails, right? Where, I mean, you're still, they're, they're, they, they rack up between 12, 13 bucks. There's not even booze in it, but they taste so balanced and you'd never even absolutely. know. There's zero reason that any, you know, cocktail program that is putting out great cocktails should not have, like a zero proof or cocktail or, or mocktail option on their list. Um, if you have all of the fresh products and these things that you've worked so hard on, it's absolutely possible to make drinks that are every bit as delicious as a cocktail without the spirits. All right. People could check you out where Della's. How do people learn more about you? Absolutely. I'm a- I'm, you know, I, you catch me here and there at Della's in Paso Robles. Um, shout out to Maggie and Eric for reaching out and having me back home again. It feels great. I bet that's so cool. Um, that's, yeah, also, that's so awesome. They're always great. Um, also, a um, little plug here. I'll be running the bar for the Slow Teeth Burlesque Troupe for um, their shows in January. They're up on the 19th and 20th. So if you check out their webpage, it'll have all the details and the tickets. It's a super fun time. I ran their bar last year, doing it again this year for the second time. I'm grateful they're having me back. And they benefit the Lumina Alliance, which is something that I always support. Yeah, love Lumina. Love the folks over there at Lumina Alliance. We love Robin Wolf. She is fantastic at what she does easily one of the best. And because of people like Robin, I'm going to keep my January soaking wet, dripping wet January (laughs) is what I'm calling it. Robin Wolf, thank you so much. Love you. Give my love to Matt. Let's chat very, very soon. I want to keep up with you in 24. And then the next time we'll have you here in the Lobro studios and we'll be making cocktails once again and shaking them up. I love it, Adam. Cheers to 2024. All right, some great ideas for New Year's Eve. If you are going to someone's house, maybe you are entertaining, thanks to Robin Wolf. Don't forget, if you do not have plans yet for New Year's Eve, I'm going to be hosting the big bonfire for the city of Paso, downtown city park, 7 p.m., ball drop at 9, doing the East Coast ball drop. And then they're going to wrap things up at 11 I'm excited to MC. I'm excited to hear the Lucky Devils band, eight piece band, live music. Don't forget your dancing shoes because it is going to be a blast. Cocktails there. Paso Robles Distillery Trail will be in the house. Cali Coast beer, sparkling wine, of course. And then uh, La Patrona, a Central Coast kitchen, and my friends from Slow Meltdown. It's going to be so good. Your New Year's Eve is going to taste just as good as it will feel. Let's ring in 2024. Paso style admission is free. You can learn more. Go to prcity.com slash NYE and we'll see you at the big bonfire New Year's Eve. All right, we will be taking New Year's Day off back on January 2nd. Thank you so much for ringing in the new year with us. I can't wait till 2024 and what is in store. It's been a wild ride, a little over a month. Thank you so much for being here. It means a lot. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Really, really helps. Thanks to Dan Curcio Moonshiner Collective for original music. Start again. You can learn more at moonshinercollective.com and stream them wherever you listen to your music. Technical consideration provided by Full Cup Solutions.
Thanks to our friends at McClintock's for being up and at them, the place to be since 1973. 50 years, the steakhouse, the saloon, happy hour every single day from four to six. Get a drink with that McClintock's recipe 15. This is uh, their collab with Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark exclusively created this whiskey for McClintock's. Check them out, mcclintox.com. So stay healthy. Everybody's sick. Have a wonderful new year. Don't drink and drive. Be smart. Be sexy. Talk to you next week. And thank you so much for being up and at it. And peace out, 2023. See ya. Start again.